Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Let me ask you this. Do you like beer? Let me ask you this. Do you like free I've asked those questions in the wrong order for a reason. Because my third question I've kept until now, do you like free beer? As a valued listener, we'd like to bestow upon you just that, free beer. Thanks to our good pals at beer52.com, you have the opportunity to sip eight delicious and painstakingly sourced craft beers from around the world. All you need to do is this. Go to www.beer52.com forward slash West Ham and cover just the postage of £4.95 and, as if that wasn't enough, as a listener to the Stop Hammer Time podcast, you'll get two extra free beers. So, that's ten free beers if you've been paying attention. Beer 52 are beer pioneers. They traverse the globe to find the best and most interesting beer from the greatest small batch breweries planet Earth has to offer. No surprise then that they are the world's most popular craft beer discovery club. Each month, Beer 52 delivers a case with a different theme. Themes have included German, Korea, Belgium, South Africa, California, New Zealand and many more. But they haven't forgotten their roots. As an independent UK company, Beer 52 are also passionate about the UK craft beer scene. The beauty of Beer 52 is that you can leave any time. The power is in your hands, as well as the best, most interesting beer money can buy. Your case will include the award-winning craft beer magazine Ferment, which explains the theme and individual beers you'll receive, and a beery snack is thrown in, just to top it all off. You don't like dark beers? Who cares? Choose the light plan. Easy. Just go to www.beer52.com forward slash West Ham to get your case free. And don't forget, right now, the Stop Hammer Time podcast listeners will get two extra free beers. I thank you. On Stop Hammer Time this week... A convincing 3-1 defeat of Southampton, a triumphant victory, or was it? 
was it in fact just a ploy by Gold, Sullivan and Brady to win the fans over momentarily? Was it in fact not a win? Was it a defeat? Was it a defeat for democracy and fair play? That's what Jim Grant thinks. I disagree. I think we should be more generous about that win. It was a good win. We'll discuss all of this and more on Stop Hammer Time. Hello, my name is Phil Whelans, and welcome to Stop Hammer Time. On Stop Hammer Time this week, uh, as always, Jim Grant. Good evening. Hello, Jim. Hi. Coronavirus? Uh, not yet. Not, not yet. I'm, I'm not working yet. on it. Well, keep working on it. Yep. That's right. Yep. You've got to... Yep. You have to be patient. You have to, it'll come. Yes. It'll come. I think it'll... I'm going to let it come to me. Are you licking door handles, as <laughs> I suggested you do? Because yeah. that's... that's uh, uh, that's a, you're not, well, that's what you should I, do. Yeah, maybe I should try yeah, yeah. that. Try yeah. harder. Yeah. Just try harder. Yeah. You'll get it, don't worry. Yeah. Don't okay. worry, you'll pick it up. Right. I know that it seems like uh, everyone's got it, and, uh, and you haven't, but uh, it doesn't mean... Yeah, I am feeling left out. Yes. I mean, don't, uh, don't, feel, don't feel Not isolated. self-isolation, no, obviously, no, no, because absolutely. that would be a foolish thing to do in my, in my attempts to, to catch it. Yes. Yeah. Also on the podcast, making up the triumvirate that uh, performed the first of these podcasts in December 2007. It's like a reuniting of... It's like when the monkeys go back out on tour with the, with the monkeys that are living now, which is one monkey, <laughs> yes. maybe two, two monkeys. It's maybe two is still alive. Dolans and Nesmith. Yes, I think yes. you might be right. Yes. Uh, it is Pete Ward. Good evening. Hello, Pete. I want to get coronavirus and get exactly. it out of the way. Get it out of the way, yeah. It's just like flu. It's yeah, like it will flu. Be with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm tough. Tough and yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Also joining us, uh, it's uh, one of our new best friends doing this podcast. Delightful to have him on. He is, uh, he's now, his job title has changed. He is now Director of Newsroom Innovation at The Telegraph. Brackets, immunisation, close brackets. <laughs> Very good. That's, that's excellent. I'm glad to see the Telegraph is taking responsible position on all of this rather than just blaming it on Gordon Brown. Gordon <laughs> 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 Brown blaming it on Gordon Brown. I think you'll find we have British-made uh, hand soap dispensers excellent. on every table good, at good. the Telegraph HQ. Thank good, you. Good, good. It's Dan Silver. Hello. It's Dan Silver. Um, so, what was your job title before that, Dan? Um, I was head of digital publishing. Digital publishing, yes. Close yeah. brackets, immunisation. Right, yeah. And now I'm director of newsroom innovation. Innovation. Excellent. Now, that must be harder. It's a lot harder to innovate than to digital publish, yes. for sure. Yes. I'm thinking of new things. That's hard. Innova- in- innovation. Yes, it's, uh, it, it's a struggle, but I am manfully, manfully good, good. keeping up with it. Yes, thank you. I've got no change out of any of my innovations. The... the um, the hat that was also a golf club. Uh, that, <laughs> nothing happened there. Uh, the, uh, the bin that was a television. <laughs> that, nothing. No. nothing. I'm surprised they were, about that one. I know, I they won't take any... I'm because people notes, go, there's a lot of rubbish on television. Yeah. And I yeah. thought, well, yeah, why don't yeah, we yeah. just... Yeah, combine nice. the two. How about yeah. the biscuit that was also a cup of tea? <laughs> Well, actually, that's... Yeah. Pete, well, you've done some innovation in your time. I have. I actually, I did drop a uh, whole packet of digestive biscuits into an Earl Grey, small cup of Earl Grey <laughs> to try and see if that worked, but it just turned out to be a sort of sludgy, sort of, nasty yeah. experience. Not like dunking a biscuit. You wouldn't dunk in Earl Grey, you, though, would you? Yeah, you I dunk in anything. Up, you do. You you'd really? end up with I only drink Earl Grey. Do you? Mm. You'd end up with a paste like yeah. you're posh, man. like Angel a Delight. Posh or I am posh. You wouldn't. You wouldn't. You wouldn't countenance a <laughs> lapsang sushi. Do you know why I'm posh? <laughs> I come from East Ham. Ah, that is not yeah, West that Ham. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, the posh that's part. That is the posh part of the hams. Right. Is the poshest ham. Yeah. So, um, 
So how do you think coronavirus is going to affect goal celebrations? Do you think that, <laughs> do you think that just a, think a polite handshake will no be the way to go? No handshake. No. Fist bumps. Ah, fist bumps. elbow bumps. Elbow yes. bumps. Yeah. Quite, You're way ahead of they're me. They're dangerous, I think, elbow bumps, aren't they? Potentially really dangerous. You could miss someone's elbow. And well, the relative heights of the footballers, yes. I mean, Diop, uh, elbow-bumping Bowen yes. would mm. p- possibly produce some kind of head injury. Antonio didn't look as though he welcomed the attentions of Allaire on, uh, after his goal, did he? Yeah. No, he and sort of Allaire bumped. seemed almost you know. uh, kind of uh, orgasmic that uh, uh, Antonio yeah, scored yeah, the goal. Yeah, yeah. 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 Mm. Well, a happy yeah. Allaire is a yeah. good yeah. Allaire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So the, uh, the overt homoeroticism of goal celebrations will fade away with coronavirus, do you think? Do you think there will be hand sanitizers at the side of the pitch? Do you think that's going to... That's an idea, isn't it? Yeah, mm. that's a great. Instead thing, of yeah. water bottles. Yeah, yeah. I do think the uh, ubiquitous, the uh, knee slide thing now has become so ubiquitous and yes. boring, isn't it? Every goal is celebrated, but it's yeah. knee slide. They should introduce astroturf. Yes, back onto the pitch. To, to, put an end to that. To deter them from. Yeah. In fact, goal celebrations have become a little bit boring. I would they say have. Uh, they, yeah. they, 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 you know, Antonio for a long while has been. Flying the flag for the novelty. For, 90s, for the novelty. 90s shots, Although yeah. the, um, but, the guy who scored the goal against us on Saturday, he had a pretty cool one. Oh, the funny uh, little... The, the funny, funny little... Yeah, well, it was like a jig. It was like a little jig. It was the pointing to the toe yeah. type jig. But this it? is the upside of VAR, right? If we can't celebrate goals, we won't spread no. diseases. So, therefore, it's a good thing, right? I suppose so, yeah. Hmm. Yes, yeah. All of that will be a thing of the past. Hmm. They'll, um, they will... Uh, uh, congratulate each other by text uh, because <laughs> yeah. because of coronavirus. In China, they they're selling things like um, cinema tickets only only every other seat. So at some point, you'll probably oh, get a letter yeah. saying you're allowed to come, but that you know they'll just go odds. It'll be odds one week and even. So it'll be like next, uh, it'll uh, be uh, like watching yeah. Middlesbrough. <laughs> only every, every other seat, only every other seat is occupied. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we, I suppose we should. Uh, we've, I mean, we've been speaking for three quarters of an hour now, and we ought to discuss <laughs> the game of football that was played at the weekend. Uh, the travesty that was uh, uh, that destroyed our losing streak, and. Uh, uh, resulted in a, uh, a, a comfortable 3-1 win over Southampton. Yes, it's the inconsistency I can't take. No, absolutely. Mm, yeah. I didn't I'm feel furious. that comfortable even with uh, 87 minutes. Did you not? No, no, did you sorry. not? I didn't feel it felt anything like that, Brighton. Because obviously, you know, that 3-1 from uh, against Brighton went to 3-all, didn't it? Mm. Yeah. But basically, unlike, uh, unlike Brighton, Southampton didn't play the pants off us for the last quarter of an hour. I mean, you know, I, I didn't know. I didn't feel worried about it. Well, I just thought we could always I thought, if anything, the... we might add another one. I just thought we've always got the uh, capability to self-implode. Somehow just give them a go. And it was, an, it was a fair attempt between Diop and Bonas. Oh, that. yeah. And a good little intervention uh, from yeah. Bowen yeah. on that. On that. Mm. You know, he got a foot in and cleared it, didn't he? Now, yeah. saviour, Jared Bowen. Yeah. Bowen. Hashtag yeah. saviour. Um, I like him. I mean, he's... Um, you know, I mean, it's, most football teams have got someone like him. It's not like he's reinventing the wheel or, indeed, the hat that is a golf club. But uh, he 
you know, just we, we went to Manchester City, didn't we, Jim? And, yeah. and just when he came on, he made runs, tried to work channels, find space, spring the offside trap, and did all of those things as we discussed yeah, last I week. Nearly scored against Liverpool, you know. Yeah, came, yeah. Came very close to scoring. Um, but we don't really have anyone at the moment that does that. The run he made for his goal, I, yeah. I can't think of anyone else in the team that would even make that run. No. We seem to be very static at yeah. the moment, and we and play behind the ball. To be honest, ball. I'm not sure we've got anyone in the team other than Fornals who would have played that pass no, in, no, that, in no. a perfectly weighted pass. I thought Fornals, in an understated way, was excellent on, yeah. on Saturday. Yeah, we set yeah. up two goals with uh, with yeah. very accurate sort of passes. His, his mm. um, uh, yeah, knock his on for the pass for Antonio's goal. Yes, was yeah, yeah, really yeah. good. And yeah. the, his pass for Antonio's goal attempt. Yes, uh, was yeah. good after the wonderful Rabona. Mm. Uh, yeah, the yeah. wonderful Rabona. Incredible Rabona. I mean, I like they're normally. They're normally a pass you make if you're doing a five-yard pass, isn't it? Not a long ball over the head of a defender with a Rabona. It's amazing. Mm. I think that it's, a, it's a good sign that, that Haller's got that confidence, even at this stage of the season, where he's had a pretty awful season with everybody in his back, that he's actually got the confidence to be able to try and pull something like that out of the back. Yeah. I mean, um, I think he, you know, I think he has been in a, a, a sort of a, a sort of sulk, basically going, well, if I'm going to just be played up on my yeah, own, yeah. I'm not going to, I can't, you know, he's basically going, well, I can do what the fans are shouting for me to do, but it won't work, yeah. you know, it's, yeah. it's sort of. Um, so, when you know Moyes picked a team against a lot of the kind of naysayers' expectations, which was uh, probably the most attacking team you could sort of put out, given the there are three players sort of vying for, the, for what was the four nows role. Um, you know, it was a fantastic sort of thing. And he was surrounded by people. The, the, the now famous match of the day clip that shows all three mm. of uh, Bowen, Haller and Antonio, Antonio breaking together at high speed yeah. towards the other team's goal. Um, Haller was obviously happier. He was obviously mm. happier and uh, felt that he's part of part of you know an attacking unit sometimes the head as he won there was someone running past him to pick it up you but know. also i don't think you can overstate how important the rest his heart has been because he has played yeah. almost every game this season mm. up front on his own yeah and he looked knackered i mean he looked bored and disinterested and didn't want to be there we none of us wanted to be there for the last few months but he looked really tired yeah. i think having that break and then being benched for the last couple of games i think has really really helped him get that energy back i think so yeah and i mean pe- people are you know sort of critical of Moyes's sort of conservatism or perceived conservatism but in a sense um you know people were saying Bowen should be, you know, transformative. We've got to get some. We've got to get some results. We've got to get something. He should go in straight away against Manchester City. But he kind of, you know, a bit like Yarmolenko last year with Pellegrini. He 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 let Bowen watch a couple of games, uh, come on in both of those games, and then I think he really seemed to have a sense of what to do hmm. against Southampton. I mean, you know, they they. This is a Southampton that's got to 34 points and is sort of relatively safe. So, so it wasn't, you know... It was good it, man management, I think, by Moyes, is to, to bring him to... I mean, no point playing him in those two games, starting him. No, no, no absolutely. No, no hide into nothing, and he probably would have got injured and would have well, not seen nice him for the rest check. of the season. Yeah. So, yeah. As well, a, he nearly did a super sub job at, at Liverpool, didn't he? Mm. So, it, was, yeah. you know, it made sense in, in every respect. Um, he reminds me of uh, Craig Bellamy. 
in some respects. He's got a sort of similar sort of haircut and build. He's not he's not he's not tall. He's quite small. He's quite nippy. He's quite quick. But his movement is really good, and he's He's, always um, looking for. He's a pest, isn't he? Yeah, he's always looking for how to hurt the opposition. Where can I? Where can I run to where a defender won't be? You know. But with added defensive cover. I mean, yeah. I was really surprised by how willing he was to get back. That last-ditch yeah. tackle he made that kind of kept us in the lead was incredible. Mm. Like yeah. Again, I don't think there's many of our forward players no. that would make that kind of cover in tackle. No it, was, uh, no, it was good, wasn't it? I thought we, you know, it was a good performance. Uh, interestingly, you know, Jim, you, you and I sort of turned to each other uh, almost at exactly the yeah, same time and yeah. said Mark Noble's not having his best game for Absolutely. us. But we won it 3-1 mm-hmm. and he sort of captained the team. He didn't, he wasn't uh, he wasn't sort of fucking up right, left and centre and was a dreadful embarrassment. He just no. didn't have his um, you know, he didn't have his best game and in fact he, one thing he does better than most is a kind of long crossfield pass and he did do that once or twice. There was yeah. one to Antonio um, the 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 you know sort of nearly resulted in a goal. Yeah. In fact, I think the sort of second phase of play from that pass might have been the goal, but yeah. but it was just a long pass. Yeah, that found we were man. saying to each other a few, few weeks ago that sort of you know Moyes after the after the the kind of those difficult to uh, to away games to City and Liverpool, he needed to find very 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 quickly a kind of setup and a formation that was going to be one that you could stick stick with more or less and yeah. and would deliver you know goal scoring opportunities and and yet not make us completely ridiculously yeah. exposed at the back and he seemed to sort of have found it i yeah. think and I, I suspect that when Suchek is fit he'll probably come in for no but oh, yeah. i expect so mm-hmm. and i think now we can only play with one of four nails lanzini or anderson yeah, yeah. on yeah. the pitch yeah. any one time we can't take the chance well four nails to me at the moment seem feels like the most effective of the of, of the three in yeah, terms of end product you know yeah, he scored yeah. a, he scored at anfield he's got two assists on yeah. Saturday. he's actually coming up with the goods now well, yes, i think that really surprised moyes i don't think moyes no, he didn't seem no. to rate him to start with. Did Even he? though at the end of Pellegrini's reign, uh, Fornals was setting up all of our goals. He was providing yes. assists left, right, and centre. Yeah. I mean, he was yeah. our main attacking threat. And Moyes just came in and went, "Nope, I know I'm going with the player I know, Lanzini." Lanzini, yeah. And yeah. I think he's gradually, presumably in training, worked his way back in. He just has to. I mean, you know, I, I think he did have to sort of cast. A, he is cautious, isn't he? I think when he came in the last time after Billich, he sort of ran a rule over the players. He picked picked eleven, sent them out against Watford. Jim, you and I went to that game. They were shit. Yeah. Uh, and what it did was apprise him of his task. And he just sort of filtered through the players he had. And when I, you know, um, Arnautovic is quick, Lanzini's quick because pre injury Lanzini. I'm going to play those two up front. That Masuaku guy's quick. We're going to defend and and try and score on the break with pace, and we did, you know. Mm-hmm. And similarly with this, I mean, you know, people were there. You know, I think I said last week there was that YouTube video of of Fornells doing something fantastic at his Spanish club, and and you know, a lot of sort of fury going. Why is he not getting him? Why is he not getting? And like, well, he has been playing better in latter Pellegrini, but not nothing like that clip and. He's not sort of super quick, not super fast. So I could see Moyes' sort of scepticism at the beginning when Anderson's coming back. He knows Lanzini, likes Lanzini. But I think, you know, Fornells will have shown him enough to, to sort of play. Let's keep talking about this after this message.
I'm Josh Schneider-Weiler. And I'm John McKenzie. We know that the football news cycle never slows down. But sometimes, don't you wish it did? On the Football Today podcast, we give you in-depth analysis of the most interesting stories from around the world of football. And hear from the most knowledgeable journalists in the game. You can listen to each episode in the time it takes for a single commute. So join us now and subscribe to Football Today, wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. So, Football Today podcast. Uh, they, uh, that's, a, that's a sort of general all-football podcast, and they talk about uh, 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 the world of football. Uh, it's interesting because I don't, I don't know any... I don't have Sky, so I don't know anything about sort of foreign. So when you know uh, people like Klopp and Pochettino turn up, I don't know who they are and Bielsa and stuff like that. And uh, often players that we buy, you know, I wasn't aware of Anderson at Lazio. And they do, you know, they do ones about sort of uh, foreign clubs, and they did one about uh, they did an episode called West Ham Lost Its Soul, and uh, I think that's probably about the fall of West Ham and current protests and stuff. Yeah. Which uh, we should probably come to yes. uh, after. Anyway, it's called uh, uh, Football Today, and uh, download it where you get this, presumably where you get this podcast. Download it now and listen to it while you're listening to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and get some those Beats by Dre headphones must surely have a way of having one podcast come into one ear and one come into the other ear. Mm. That's another, in, that's another innovation. I am taking notes Dan, Dan. Telegraph branded, yeah, yeah. double podcast earphones. Listen to music in one uh, You could sing them so they, go, they, they actually alternate, but they alternate very, very fast, so that you, you, you do actually, you actually, actually listen to them separately, but as it were, at the same time. You're good. Yeah, yeah. Like they managed to synchronise the machine guns to shoot through the propellers through, through of the World War I yeah. planes. Yeah. It's yeah. an um, amazing fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Dave Wells, our friend Dave Wells, his wife Penny, her grandfather was a World yeah, War One pilot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a World War One pilot. Amazing yeah, man. Yeah. yeah, and uh, I think he was sort of involved in the development of that technology. Anyway, um, yes. So uh, it was encouraging, wasn't it? I mean, we, you know, our 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 weak area possibly still is and has been our midfield, actually giving just two of them the job uh, of being the midfield and sort of yeah. saying to nominally our sort of third central midfielder, if that was four now, you're actually part of the front lot, not part of this lot, was good in a way because mm. we have had three people sharing a kind of two-person job, especially mm. when we bought Suchek because suddenly we had uh, yeah. Rice... Noble and Suchek, and sometimes Snodgrass, kind of yeah. as all-out defenders. And yeah, we didn't I mean, it, it was nominally it was a sort of. I suppose nominally it was a four-four-two, wasn't it? But actually, it felt quite fluid on the pitch. It felt, you know, at times, yeah, it, yeah. Yeah. it felt like it felt like it. Yeah, you know, it, there was a lot of good movement and interchange amongst those front four. And that, yeah. We've really been lacking that movement ahead of the ball and yeah. and, and those in, you know good runs into space. And, you know, if people are making the right kinds of runs, players like Fornas will find them with, with good passes. Mm. Um, what it meant was, I felt that, you know, manfully, though, Rice always does, um, you, we, we still lack mobility in that central midfield with him and Noble. And, you know, you've mentioned that you've, they're not really an ideal pair. And uh, we were always going to... We will always seed possession. 
Mm. If, they, if those two are in midfield like that, and we, and, mm. and the other, and you know, Fornells and, and Bone are going to have attacking, you know, mentality, and, what, and we want to get them up the field. You know, you, the, the opposition is going to have the ball a lot, um, yeah. and that was the case. But in the end, they didn't do a huge amount with it. They were they, were, they had a little spell, didn't they, at the start of the. Yeah. Second half where they kept sort of fizzing the ball into the yeah. into the box, but nobody was getting on the end of it. Seems you know? to be a pattern though this season is that we're ahead and then the second half we've got to we've got to withstand the first fifteen minutes yeah. where everybody comes back yeah. out, having been shouted at um, to yeah. make a difference. If we survive those fifteen minutes, we've got a chance of winning, but we, quite often yeah. we don't. But it was uh, with the um, the heroic defeat at Liverpool and then this game. It feels like that there's you know sort of something is kind of happening. It feels like we might get our spell that, as we said a couple of times on this podcast, the other clubs have had, and we haven't had ours yet. It does, and I think the encouraging thing for me about Liverpool, something we didn't see at City, the City performance was so negative and so just like let's keep the score down. There was just I just wanted to see a spark, something that suggested there would be some sort of fight for the easier games ahead. And mm-hmm. the City game, there was nothing like that. No. The Liverpool performance, completely different. Um, again, you know, I didn't expect us to get anything out of the game. It turned out we didn't. But there was, you could see from the performance that the players started to believe that actually there was something about this team, this group of players, that they could start getting results and playing better. And I yeah. think that's now carried on uh, into the game on Saturday. Whether yeah. that then carries on at well, the Emirates it, is a completely yeah. different I mean, matter. That, but you know, that, that, that was... We had to win that game at Southampton. You, you, for anything other than a win and a, that confidence boost at Southampton, and you'd have said, well... Yeah we're probably for the drop. Yeah. Whereas it's not just the points, because obviously the points haven't really, you know, and, and results didn't go, you know, Watford, you know, Bournemouth, uh, Norwich, those results didn't go for us. Um, but I agree with you. I think that now it's, a, it's an interesting test because a performance, a decent performance and get something at Arsenal and you will feel, right, okay, we are, this, this feels like a corner being turned. Yeah. And, it, you know, those London derbies coming up, it's not a bad time to be playing those. those they're, they're win, I see those as winnable games. Chelsea yeah. is, yeah, I think, you know, the one yeah, out of the three I'd not, fancy the not, most. But. They're not, you know, um, they don't inspire fear at the moment, those, the, any of those. Well, things. I think if the game's coming up, I mean, you know, what a kind of testament to how times have changed that probably the most worrying wolves. is wolves yeah. away. Yeah. Yeah. You know, wolves, like, wolves, at wolves at home. Oh, so, yeah, so, so it's still home, worrying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. still worrying. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It is. You know. um, uh, before we look forward to uh, uh, what's coming up uh, and uh, how we can take our sort of uh, run of form into uh, the remaining 10 games of the season, um, the podcast uh, today is also brought to you as well as uh, the um, football today by uh, the Arthur Masuaku Soccer Academy, uh, professional football coaching for children aged three months to 18 years. And uh, I feel a bit guilty about this because last week when we talked about... um, uh, uh, Jared Bowen uh, passing to, to the to space a, where to, he just imagined Masaraka would be, and then the shock yeah. on his face when yeah. there was nobody there. Yeah. Um, you know, and then we sort of joked a bit about Masaraka not really knowing much about football. But he runs, like Jack Collison, uh, he runs his own football academy. And uh, it's, as you know, Jim, as a teacher, it's just been half term. And 11 um, <clears throat> year old Toby Chislehurst uh, posted on the Arthur Masaraka Soccer School website uh, his. Uh, experience at the at the school. So um, he says. Um uh, at half-term, my mum and dad let me go to the Arthur Masawaku Soccer Academy. It was in a field off the southbound M1. We met in the car park at Newport Pagnell Services, and Mr. Masawaku collected the money from all our mums and dads at gunpoint. There were 14 of us. Mr. Masawaku shouted, Allez, and we ran across the motorway. On the other side, 11 of us started training. 
Mr Masawaku handed out name tags. They all had London Stadium on, and they all said, Steward. You know, like Stuart Downing, said Mr Masawaku. We are all Stuart Downing. He began chanting this over and over again. We are all Stuart Downing, we are all... But nobody joined in. Mr Masawaku is funny. First we worked on controlling the football. Mr Masawaku told me to pass to him, and he trapped the ball without even looking at it, and we all applauded. He stood with his foot on the ball for 20 minutes, deep in thought, then picked it up and drew a face on it in blood. He called it Wilson and walked away talking to it. I think I heard him say it was his only friend and to help him kill all the stewards. We didn't know what to do, but then Jack Wilshire appeared and we all applauded because he wore a West Hampshire as a child, then about twice more ever. (laughs) <laughs> he said Mr. Masawaku would be back after lunch. Mr. Wilshire was in one of those power loaders like Sigourney Weaver gets in in Aliens when she kills the Queen Alien. He explained that he has to wear it, a bit like those masks players wear when they've broken their nose. We heard that later that day he wore it in a behind-closed-doors game against Fulham, but the one of the arms broke off due to metal fatigue, and Mr. Wilshire left the pitch in tears after 11 minutes. We heard that before that, they tried to grow Mr. Wilshire a new skeleton using stem cells. (laughs) Unfortunately, Mr. Wilshire's immune system saw a healthy skeleton as abnormal and rejected it. Mr. Wilshire said that later that day, he shat it out, frightening a group of teenagers on a bus. Mr. Wilshire said they had to store him in a bucket till they could get his old skeleton out of a skip. For lunch, catered by Newport Pagnell Services, each of us had a Costa coffee, a car air freshener in the shape of a tree, and a spare windscreen wiper blade. Then Mr. Masawaku came back. He told us that Wilson was dead, and then showed us a YouTube compilation on his phone of great footballers spitting. (laughs) Anyway, I'm dictating this to Mr. Philip, who has to stop because his podcasting is in about half an hour and he has to leave. In fact, he's probably reading this right now. Fuck off, Jim. (laughs) <laughs> and that, oh, that's well. No, that's Jordan. what it says. Oh, right. no. That all became a bit meta at the end. It did it very like, meta. Um, very meta. Like Fleabag. Yeah, yeah, yeah a bit like Fleabag. Fleabag, or as I call it, Armando Inucci's Miranda, <laughs> or the posh chewing gum. Oh, uh, so um, yeah, so Arthur Maswaka, who who uh, who knew he ran a soccer school. I didn't. Oh, no. I knew. I knew that. You knew that. Nothing yeah. quite. I never knew it was quite as surreal as that. Arthur Masuaku. You've been to the games. I have. Yeah, I suppose. You've so been to one the games. day, one day waving left leg over the ball, yes. hoping it will fly up. Yes. The air and into the goal. Yes, that's very much his. Uh, that's very much his way. Step over his magic step over. So. Um, do you think it's a false dawn, or or is it? Uh, do you think we can? No, not necessarily. I feel like no, we I can. No, I think um, I, I felt I felt that 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 sort of performance against Southampton was the kind of performance that that's the level that team should be at. Mm. It wasn't mm. brilliant. No, I mean, it wasn't. Yeah. You know, um, and I you know, and that's for me. That's the encouraging thing because you think, oh yeah, they could probably do a bit. They could probably play better than this. Yeah, um, especially if they don't panic so much and just boot yeah, the ball up the other it's, end. It's, it's just like annoying. common sense things we've been saying for all season. Halle can't really play the isolated, you know, front man on his own. Get people alongside him. You need to have pace and power, as Pardew always said in in, in Premier League mm-hmm. games. Um, 
where you know uh, you know the, this the young lad the young right back looks like he's a, like he's a decent prospect yeah mm-hmm. Moyes who never gives youth a chance apparently there he is he's mm-hmm. getting in, he's getting in the team it just seems to me it's all it, it, there's a degree of common sense taking hold um, and hopefully Fabianski will get over the wobble he's had since his injury and start like to a put some more confidence on Saturday yeah. it was yeah. a template for the how yeah. to go forward yeah. and, and in the way we played when Moyes was um, in charge before when he found that formula and template to play with Arnie up front given a free yeah. role yeah. I, I do worry look like, um, I do worry about conceding that amount of possession to better teams though I think yeah. better mm-hmm. teams will hit us harder yeah. 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 Set yeah, up differently yeah, for yeah. that reason yeah. 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 I, I, that might be the case um, you know, uh, it's a bit more conservative with Snodgrass perhaps starting who he likes. Obviously, I mean, I mean you 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 miss out the the, the set piece delivery, don't you? When mm, Snodgrass is out of the team, yeah. you go back to noble floating corners into well, the goalkeeper's hands. He ended up taking them because I think Crazy got a bit yeah. tired taking the yeah. corners yeah. after mm. a while. Yeah, they were, yeah. and it was to the near post. And I would say a word over the last few games for the centre halves. Yeah, who been have good. been good. I mean, mm. I think I, I think old Bonner's a rock at the back. I've mm. always I've always thought he's a decent centre half. And no, uh, a sort of Diop a... seems to have got a bit of a second win. Yes, he's yeah. got over his yeah. wobble, hasn't he? Yeah. I Maybe think he's, uh... with just because uh, playing with old Bonner. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, I think that mistake against uh, um, Brighton. You know, I mean, it was sort of one of those things. And, uh, uh, and as you said, Jim, it's actually more a three-way thing. Fabianski at some yeah, point yes. has come yeah, for that. Yeah, I, think the, yeah. I think two central defenders waited for him to come for it. He didn't. So then they waited for each other. It's just a compound sort of mistake. But I feel like, I feel that they're a oh, pretty yeah. good defensive I mean, pair Fabianski's now. category, I mean, there was the, you know, the catastrophic, obvious error against... Um, against Liverpool, but he saved one into the net against Liverpool. He arguably kind of was 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 positionally wrong for Liverpool's third goal. He probably should have saved the, the near post shot from De Bruyne at City. You know, he's 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 not been at his best since he came back from injury. There's no, no and I think he's admitted that, hasn't he? No, you know, I, I think I think you know he he had a decent game at the weekend, and I think yeah, I solid. think he's you know I think he's fine, absolutely. Fine. He's our best goalkeeper, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. What a season it's been for goalkeepers. Yeah, yeah. 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 Four, we've four, had four. four goal, well, it's yeah. cost us, hasn't it? It really, I think really, really has you cost us. You look at how many you know you, points we've dropped yeah. due to, uh, due to um, goalkeeping errors. It's yeah. going to be at least twelve, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think those, you know, uh, that win at the weekend and the three points it, it gave us, in a way, it sort of is a testament a bit to Moyes in that in the Bowen uh, came into a team on Saturday, saw lots of the ball, didn't look out of place, didn't look like these, I'm playing with ten strangers. He seemed to yeah. know what the setup was and how it was including him and what he should do. And that's really good because quite often we've bought, you know, we serially buy footballers that they just don't know really what they're doing. You know, Caleri, Zaza, mm. they've, you know, they were both played on their own up front when I don't know how they played in Italy or Spain, but they, but Caleri got a hat trick for us. He did, yeah. yeah he didn't really seem did. to sort of work for either of those guys. And yeah. we're constantly, you know, uh, bringing in players and playing them sort of out of position, whereas Jared Bowen seemed yeah. to see as much of the ball as he wanted yeah. to. And, yeah. um, you know, there were plenty of other people... Yeah, what? yeah sorry, go on. Probably, you know, the, the meant that we weren't sort of relying on him to yeah. save our season on his own. Yeah. We could do with a folk hero right now, though, couldn't we? Imagine, yeah. you know, as well as Antonio. He's got that, you know, he's got Bowen. that um, uh, sort of song. get up and go. And he... Oh, shall I save the song for the end? 
But, uh, well, the showbiz uh, dictum is uh, yeah. always end on a song. We'll save it for the song. end. There's a yeah, song yeah. I found out that the whole City fans sang for Gerald. Right. Gerald. Well, we're, we're probably hoving in on the can, end of the podcast. We can, I'll start it off and we can all... Okay. Well, this, that's a lot of pressure. <laughs> well, that's a lot of pressure. Right. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. We'll yeah. Shazam you doing it and yeah, then we'll send yeah. that off yeah. to the internet. <laughs> we'll send that off the internet and then yeah. some kind of auto-tuned voice will come back and sing it back to us. Um, so it's Arsenal on Saturday. Yes. Uh, we're going to that gym. We are. Unless you've given my ticket away well, to just a random well, it's stranger. Not technically speaking, I'd like to say it's not no, I your know. ticket. No, I mean, but I've got a know, claim on it. You have a sort of, you know. Yeah, uh, it's mine. Well, really? Yeah, well. No, no, it's not. It's not mine. Anyway. No, not. Yeah, no, we are no, going. Yeah. We are going. So I, I can. And I haven't got to work that Saturday right, morning, no, so we can, we can get, get totally pissed beforehand. Go to the faltering fallback. Yeah, that's a good idea. Drink heavily. Yeah, drink heavily. And then whatever happens, you know. We'll enjoy the, it. The pain will be numbed or the, yeah. or the, or the joy will be enhanced. Yes. Stop Hammer Time uh, listeners, make contact and see if you're there as well. Anyone we know going? Uh, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm sort of oh. hopeful of that game. I mean, you know, yeah. the, that bloody 3-1 defeat. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was a real low point, yeah. wasn't yeah. it? Because yeah. they were so terrible. Well, they, they, they were, were one of the worst teams. That this, they're probably the worst first team in the first half we played they against the awful. Mm. stadium. Yeah, they really they were, were so unbelievably bad with that kind of uh, kicking it out, pushing it back, <clears throat> not going anywhere with it. And we should have been two or three up at half-time. We easily. should have been. Yeah. We should mm. have been. Mm. And then uh, to sit back and just oh. watch uh, Ozil walk, waltz through the midfield mm. and the defence. Yeah. Was particularly yeah. galling. Yeah, but I, I mean, you know, it's difficult there, isn't it? There's, it seems to be, you know, we, we, we often go there with sort of low self-esteem, don't we? That under yeah. Allardyce, we sort of... Then we go in 1-0 up and eventually lose 5-1. Yeah, Collison uh, scored in yeah. the game. Yeah. Uh, but, but, we, you know, we, we've been... We've actually put in some quite decent performances there in recent yeah, years. Yeah, but not, not got the result. Anything, I yeah. mean, that League Cup game where both teams played oh, uh, B teams, and it was a kind of a, it was a question of the worst. Oh, it was like the team that didn't want it, it horrible, most lost that game. But then we did have the first game, the first victory there. Of course, we had one shot, yeah. and they had about 108. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Robert know, it kind of balances itself. Oh, that was a right? Zamora goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. was that that game? Robert yeah, there was a force field in our goal that day. The ball wouldn't wasn't going to go in. No, oh, the five minutes it, after the full time went, I still I, thought they were going to eat. I think yeah, the absolutely. ball was going in the net a couple of times that game, and then just hovered on the line, and then yeah. blew back out again. Yeah. Green it was, was, uh, green uh, was immense that game. Yeah. Incredible, yeah. absolutely. Immense. I was on holiday. I had to listen to it on the radio. I mean, it was one of the most one-sided nail-chewing games to listen yeah. to on the radio. Though. It was yeah. so one-sided, <laughs> yeah. and we won it. Yeah, it was a great yeah. goal. It was a tremendous was goal. Tevez yeah. lobbed it, didn't he? No, Zamora. But it was a pass from Tevez. It was a long ball, uh, as far as I remember. And he lobbed it over Len, over uh, yeah. Lehman, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was a long ball from someone. I'm I think it was sure. Tevez, was it? Mm. Um, yes. I mean, I wonder if he will sort of replace somebody with Snodgrass just to put in a bit of sort of grit. He might. He might. Uh, but you know, you you. Well, it it's difficult, isn't it? But it's a sort of a change of it's a change of shape that you 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 think might sort of undo all the good work of the weekend because mm. part of the part of what made that performance good was the shape, mm. uh, you know. And, yeah. and 
And I think, you know, Arsenal's defence is there to be got at. Mm. Yeah, but yeah. if you leave yourself open, we will get torn apart. And yeah. I cannot see Moyes taking the gamble of, well, I'll go at them then. I think he will, he will go conservative mm. and not risk being torn apart on the yeah. counter. We could, we, I mean, one thing that would help not being torn apart is, um, you know, putting someone on the uh, centre line for when a corner is taken against us. But but leaving someone up at most points in the game is like you know we I think it was like was it City where where they had a corner we headed it away and a break was on but just no one was there yeah. no one was you know just one pass to someone standing on the centre line like Bowen or you know four nows uh, would have carved them open but we just didn't have anyone standing there and, yeah. there aren't many teams to do that anymore. No, but I mean, you know, nearly everybody has everybody back for a call. Yeah, so but it's, it's a bit silly. Really wound me up on Saturday was how bad we were at throw-ins. Yes. But then Gakia took a throw-in. There was he did nobody showing for him at all. Uh, he he looks like a shambler. Yeah, he doesn't look. Like he's really he's only just started to take them on yeah. Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm to stand there like, well, if you can reach yeah. me, then reach yeah. me. And it's like yeah. no move yeah. for him. Oh, losing possession from throw-ins really winds me up. As a former football coach, nothing makes me more unhappy. Well, uh, uh, winning a throw-in near your goal is almost is almost penalising yeah. you, isn't it? I mean, that, that's, the way we been, take them, yeah. that's been the case for a long time. I just in most levels of football, it's like you'd rather not have a throw-in near your own goal. I think those are like really difficult. Or no one ever takes a quick throw-in now. So no, no, just quickly no. get it out yeah. of there before they close you down. No, it's true. So. Um, so we have a hard run of games, and then our yes. sort of final six games of the season, five or six, are sort of the winnable ones, aren't it? So for us, it could go up to the wire. But, I'm, you know, I mean, without overloading it with significance, it feels like, um, you know, there's a possible corner turned with the combination of the Liverpool game and the Southampton game, and that... We might get something out of one of these. Uh, Dan, you said earlier you felt Chelsea I think might Chelsea are vulnerable, but yeah. I, I do worry the other teams around us are also starting to look a bit dangerous. Yeah. Mm. I was speaking to a colleague today who's a Watford fan, obviously cock a hoop after beating Liverpool, but he's saying, oh, with the players we've got, we shouldn't be down there. And it's like, no, we all yeah. think that. We all think yeah. that. We're yeah, all yeah. better. Yeah. Like, Villa yeah. have got good players. We've got good players, obviously. Yeah. Um, Brighton are kind of getting sucked in, but yeah. you know, well, they're in there. They're, they're the team that's, that might that's, drop. That's falling. Yeah. That, that mm. is uh, struggling. I, I'd just I say, I'd say Aston Villa haven't got a good squad. They've got good players. But, well, they've got but one or two good, good players, but it yeah. doesn't not gel. I mean, it Grealish and McGinn, who's injured. It. Then, but they don't have a decent yeah, he's striker. A loss, in McGinn, they don't have a decent striker. The, in is he out for a long period of time? I think McGinn's out for the season. That's why they got drink water in. Massive loss for them. I but Rayner, yeah. I think, is a good signing for them, and Rayner could actually. Rayner, yeah, he's been a bit iffy at some of the goals, but he's a good. But we would be happy with him as. A and I think they'll goal. take heart from the cup final and mm. potentially use that as a springboard to get a bit of form. So you know, I think yes, it's nice that we've got a little bit of form back, mm. but. I've still got my natural pessimistic. No. Fortune's always hiding. Well, we want our run. How's it going to go wrong? I, I think that. they've all had a run, you know, like um, mm. the, the sort of teams that look dead and buried, Watford and um, Norwich particularly. And Villa, both, Villa's had a run. They've Villa had, had run. some good results, and we haven't really had that yet. We've had a managerial change, and uh, we're sort of, um, you know, we're sort of due that. I, and I think whether it comes, you know after we've got through this next sort of four or five games. I, I think it has to go. I think <clears> if we're going to stay up, we have to do something in these next four yeah. games. Yeah, yeah. I think we have to, because otherwise, 
we are going to be <coughs> right right near the bottom at the end of it, just on the, the fact that we're going to pick up points, but also then every one of those mm. winnable games yeah. becomes, becomes pressure. massively yeah, pressured. Yeah, 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 and true. you can't just, you're not going, and, and we'll have to win most of them. Um, so I, I think it's absolutely vital they go balls out yeah. Together. That's why I hope he does. He does. I, you know, I, yeah, I think it should be shit or bust at the end. Oh, I do. Yeah, I, I, do. I don't yeah. think they'll be looking forward to playing Ale, Antonio, and no. Bowen. I mean, that 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 is a. They've got that's an attacking three that has got um, kind of different different weapons to mm. to chuck at you. Uh, and pace to burn. I mean, you know, I love the way, you know, I love it when Antonio just knocks knocks <laughs> the ball past someone and just goes, oh, I'm just going to run fast. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Bowen, he, he the ball have, gets stuck He doesn't have much foot, choice. He? I mean, <laughs> Bowen's runs where he cuts in, yeah. you know, which he's been doing all season for, for, for Hull. Um, I read somewhere, sort of some journalist sort of kind, of kind of writing about him saying, well, they call him the kind of poor man's Robin because actually you know yeah, exactly yeah. what he's going to do, but he's got very good close control at speed, yeah. and you can't yeah. you can't do anything about it. You can't it reminds me. Him. It reminds me so much of Bellamy, who's a player that I really wish you know had, had stayed at West Ham and become a bit of a cult hero because he is he's got that sort of cult hero status. He's sort of arrogant fans fans love the fact that he just you know tries stuff all the time and. Uh, he was a fantastic player. It's such a shame that you know, didn't the, the Icelandic... Well, he also didn't get a chance to form that partnership with Dean Ashton. Mm. No, which, absolutely. Which would have been absolutely a, uh, amazing for yeah, us. It feels like we had Bellamy for like a week. He had yeah. some injuries, didn't he? But, you know, that um, he tore them apart away at Portsmouth. Didn't he? That was brilliant, sort of that game, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. He went, this guy is like an adult playing in a football match with like... 21 children in it. Yeah, he just went, yeah. this fucking guy is amazing. Yeah, he was you know, when he went to Manchester City, it was just after they'd got all the, um, uh, the sort of uh, Qatari money. And um, Tevez came and Bellamy was setting Tevez up with all his goals. He was putting crosses in, he was making runs and sort of putting it on the plate for Tevez, who had sort of arrived and was, you know, finding his feet slowly. And Bellamy was like, oh, I just play the same way mm. at every club I go to. <laughs> I just turn up, start playing. He's one of those players that does, never has to fit in. He just yeah. turns up, puts his boots on, his different colour shirt on. Huge and, swagger. You know, yeah. There was, the, the, I, think he, I think he might have scored two goals in that game against Paul's mm, and mm. kind of made all the others. But the, 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 the goal he scored, uh, where, when the, the ball comes through the box, he kind of beats a man. And then he, um, he looks up. Yeah, he's in the penalty area. <laughs> yeah. With people kind of buzzing around him, and he just kind of with the, with his studs on the top of the ball just moves, moves the ball it slightly, to, yeah, 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 and then pops it into the top corner. Yeah, it's yeah, brilliant. He's an amazing player. Yeah. And then Bowen's got that's. I mean, the you know the constant movement is that's what Bellamy's game was about. Was like finding space all the time. And Bowen's, you know, not putting too much weight on the lad's shoulders. Really seems to like have that kind of you know. He wants to be a nuisance to the other team's defenders. You know, mm. Sacco had that a bit as well. So, do we want to do? Uh, do we want to do our Bowen song now, Pete? Or do, do we want to do predictions? First. Predictions, yeah. Yep. So, Arsenal, Jim, two 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 two. Dan, I think we're going to lose, but I think we will carry on. Turn Dan's microphone <laughs> off. Turn his <laughs> microphone down. I'm hoping for Leon, two one, and we carry on a bit of momentum. Mm-hmm. You know, get a, get a quality goal and take yeah. that forward and beat Wolves. All right. That's a, yeah, fair, that's a fair, fair assessment, fair assessment. I'd say. I'd go for a one-all draw, and well, I'd be I'm very happy with a point. Yeah. Uh, okay, so what do we have? Two-two, uh, a one-two loss, and a one-all draw, did you say, Pete? Yeah. Uh, 
Arsenal won West Ham United 3. That's my prediction. Take that to the bookmakers. Yeah. Take that to the bookmakers and put a three-figure sum down on that prediction. And uh, I, I, will, I will underwrite you. <laughs> I, won't, I won't do that. I'm not going to. I won't do that. So, uh, Pete. Okay, this is the song. The Jared Bowen song. For Jared, Jared Bowen. What tune? There's a star man playing on the right. His name is Jared Bowen and he's fucking dynamite. There's a star man playing on the right. His name is Jared Bowen and he's fucking dynamite. There's a star. What a moving tribute to David Bowie who died uh, this day minus a few other days in 2016. Beckenham boy. Uh, Beckenham boy. Yeah, yeah. Almost. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We went to the same school as him. Oh. We did. Yeah, Jim. Yeah, we yeah, did. Yeah. David Bowie there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I think that's it. We've talked about, um, we've talked about uh, innovation. We spent a long time yes. talking about that. Good. We talked about uh, Math- Arthur Masawaku's Soccer Academy, the Southampton game. We've looked to the future. Yes. We didn't talk about the sort of march and all that stuff at the weekend, which we sort of, we're not ignoring it. We're not ignoring it because we're the shills of the board. Mm. We just forgot to talk about it. But <laughs> maybe we'll talk about it next week. Okay. Uh, the discontent. The discontent. Um, but uh, uh, let's, we, we, we've been, it's been a positive note today. Positive note. Um, so with me have been uh, Jim Grant. Cheerio. Uh, Pete Ward. Good night. Dan Silver. Good night. Come on, you irons. This is a playback media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at westhampodcast.com. Sports Social Podcast Network.